everyone. Welcome to my show, Career Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, leaders, and C-suite executives who provide insights and world-class wisdom from their personal journey to inspire you. And this is your host, Priyanka Komla. And to our listeners, do subscribe to us to get your notifications on our episodes. We are on LinkedIn Live by following me, Priyanka Komla, or our Career Startup Podcast page. We're also on YouTube. Twitter at Pod Startup and your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Today I have today I have with me a very interesting guest, Vidhi Datta, who is joining us from the US. Hi, Vidhi. Welcome to the show. Hey, Priyanka. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. That's amazing, Vidhi. Thanks so much for being here with us. And to our listeners, Vidhi Datta is a digital transformation executive with a strong impact trajectory for delivering technical products to leading businesses, and she advises global leaders and teams. She has designed innovation and change platforms for multinational organizations, delivering over $50 million in value. She's the innovation, leadership, and social impact strategist for female founders at Impact by Women. You know, such a splendid feeling to have you on the show, Vidhi, and I'm so glad you want to talk to us about how to be unstoppable in our careers, especially in times of COVID. So welcome again to the show. Thank you. Let's get started. I'm so looking forward to our discussion today. Thank you so much for a kind introduction, Priyanka. That's awesome. Thank you. So to our listeners, I know we have a couple of uh, listeners joining us live. We have Karen Standard and Nidhi Prakash. So thank you both for joining us. Uh, hopefully we get the uh, the sound issue sorted out if you have any. All right, Vidhi, let's get started about your childhood. You grew up in Rajasthan, which is in the right. northern part of India. Tell us about your upbringing and how does it feel being in two worlds, even when growing up in Rajasthan? Yeah, I grew up in the hot state of Rajasthan around a very big family. But I was a very small town girl, a typical girl with big dreams. And, you know, they were surely embodied by the uh, strong education and the strong sense of abundance from my parents and freedom. Uh, surely, because uh, from dancing, I was a lead dancer in my school, to swimming, I was in the school team, to even late night parties. Uh, you know, I realized looking back, uh, growing up in a pretty orthodox society, I'm so grateful for that upbringing, right? And you, you mentioned irony, of course, you know, stepping out of my home, the world was a little bit different where as I was growing up, especially during teenage years, I began to notice I didn't seem to care, um, you know, much about the infinite rituals and the rules uh, that seemed to be often patronizing to women and got curious about how different societies or cultures in the world might be different than ours, you know? Um, and then I left home for further studies and now I began to learn about the issues of more public safety and, you know, in bigger cities, highly regressive public treatment of women different flavor again right so yes it was it was it was interesting growing up with those two views that's pretty interesting so thanks for sharing that observation do you think there were certain aspects as we were growing up that helped you become the leadership coach and this fabulous yeah. women leader that you are today um glad you asked because you know, I was moving around a bit, spent some time in the UK and back and forth between India and US and where I eventually eventually established my career. 
um, I started observing a very new manifestation of inequality and sexism here, right? And, you know, long story short, as one of the only girls in my close-knit community to leave the country by themselves, I had thought, and I was wrong, that I had learned everything and knew exactly what I wanted. And of course I was wrong. Now being an immigrant here and a woman of color, I found navigating many patterns as I was progressing pretty fast in my career while I, I was also starting a family. But also couldn't help notice, Priyanka, that so many others like me were having to do the same and consistently making choices between you know, equality and safety and acceptance and even self-love. So, you know, as you rightly say, my mindset, big part of my mindset and skills are driven by having to make those choices myself and having navigated uh, those patterns. Um, and you remind me uh, about something my mom taught me growing up and it sounds, you know, so much better in Hindi, which is my native language, but I'll say it. Um, she used to say, listen, do not need to shorten someone else's line to make yours look bigger. And we can all just coexist. So that sort of motivated me to not only work super hard on my own skills and grow and progress in my career, but also build empathy and get more curious, actually, instead of judging and ignoring people on where do they come from? Why do they do what they do and what their decisions are? you know, based on. So of course, you know, very critical skill needed in my business of transforming cultures now and coaching leaders to unleash their potential. You know, that's a very great uh, quote from your mom. You know, everybody needs to coexist, and especially in these times yeah. of COVID, right? And having your own light so you don't have to dim it for somebody else to shine. You know, that's a very philosophical way of looking at life. So uh, I'm so glad you shared it with our listeners. Absolutely. So tell us about how to be unstoppable in our careers, especially during COVID and post-COVID as well. How do we position ourselves? Would there be three tips that you can share with our listeners today? Um, uh, sure. You know, 2020, let me start off by saying it's pretty harsh. It's been pretty harsh and tough on everybody, including me. And there are times when it just feels impossible for us to even imagine growth. Forget about being unstoppable, right? Especially when we're feeling drowned right now from all directions. And, but I can tell you this much that it is absolutely possible. And sometimes even easier, although it feels counterintuitive, that humans tend to pay more attention sometimes when there's a lot of shuffling going on, lack of, lack of normal life. So I want all, all your listeners to really pay attention to that and think about this as a time of opportunity and not so much as a time of, I can't really get anywhere. So here are the three tips and a lot of research is talking about these as well. So I'm glad we're talking about this. One, here's a huge opportunity for you to take a stock of things, right? It's a good time to get to know yourself. What are your values and where you might wanna go, right? What success looks like to you is not the same as me, is not the same as the person next door. So can you dare to paint a picture that's unique for you? Maybe use this time to step back a little bit and then don't forget to be your biggest critique. You know, my mom always taught me that another thing as well to be my best critique when there aren't anybody, you know, or others to tell you that. So what are your top skills, Priyanka? And 
how do you know where you need to go? What do you need to develop? And what do you need to learn? So that to me is number one, right? There's a new report, by the way, that just come out yesterday that has ranked what I wrote in my notes as the number two skill as visibility as one of the top attributes for growth right now, right? Um, so be noticed and be heard. I felt this one came easy to me as my parents let me express very fearlessly, but they also asked me to help others do the same, right? So especially in current times, Ryanka, it's so easy to be lost. Um, remote work environment, not enough public, you know, organic opportunities to, so really we need to pay attention to this one. And we can do it in a few days, a few ways. One, we gotta really excel at the job we have, right? We can't of course sacrifice on that, even better than expected, right? But also learn everything about everybody else's doing. You don't need to be an expert at that, but try to offer help to others in their challenges, right? And last but not the least, now that you know some of the values that you think you'd care about, maybe there are ideas you can offer to improve the way your organization works. And not just an idea, but with solution. So to me, that's number two, be visible, be heard. And last but not the least, the number three, use small wins to build big wins. I learned it the hard way pretty early in my career. We tend to think about, you know, big opportunity or a big promotion or a big negotiation as the sudden event and we'll be just over the cliff or like, you know, into that new life all of a sudden overnight. But truly life is just about little milestones that we have to pave the path towards, right? So take an example, you have an important meeting. You might've heard of meetings before the meeting, right? Who is going to be in that meeting? It's a simple but very overlooked step by most people that I coach, right? So you must take the time to build sponsorship, build support with those who have influence on your life, right? And do that by clearly showing how will, by supporting you, they will enhance their priorities, their standing, or maybe a common problem that you both care about will be solved. So those are my three takeaways. Those are pretty amazing takeaways. Thank you so much for sharing them, Vidhi. And especially the values aspect with the visibility and how do we celebrate our small wins to begin with. I think those are really crucial. And I want to bring in uh, our listeners this moment to give them a welcome again. Uh, Karen, thank you so much for joining our show. and. Nidhi Prakash, thanks for joining us as well. And to our listeners, what I would suggest is think about these three takeaways that Vidhi just shared. And what do you think about them? And especially a small win that you would love to share with our rest of the listeners. Please leave a comment on uh, any one of those. We would love to hear them. All right, so let's go back to uh, one of the important questions that organizations have, especially during these COVID times, which is, how do we adapt our marketing strategies through social impact? And I'm asking this question to you because you're someone who works right at the intersection of business, technology, innovation, social impact, and leadership. And I wanted to ask you about a recent, a recent example of how Olay, the beauty brand, is yeah. redefining itself, especially with bringing in models with powerhouse women in STEM. 
Yes. Talk to us about that recent uh, shift in mindset of organizations as such. Oh, that's such an amazing recent example. And I've brought that example in my recent innovation sessions and the recent bootcamp that we did with founders as well. Um, although it's a multidimensional transformation work that we do and that I do with organizations, Priyanka, to do something like that. Um, but if I was to give one advice, it would actually be a question that every organization can ask themselves. So how can we take a stand today in the world without minimizing or harming or alienating those who might be connected with us already, right? It's a dichotomy. So let's unpack that for a minute because it's a loaded question, right? So game-changing companies like, you know, you brought Olay, let's see, they're willing to first let go of old beliefs. Then they are willing to stand up for issues out of all the issues in the world, we have such a big to-do list that makes sense to them, right? And then they're saying, listen, we might be laughed at, we might not be as glamorous in the most traditional way, but we intend to have social impact with our power and reach, right? But in a way that is still very meaningful to our business. It's not something that is not connected to our world and our business. And, and Priyanka, that is the intersection when we develop those strategies uh, where magic happens, where you find your core value, find things to stand up for and letting go of old, and then you make those actions align with your business, right? So you're creating win-win strategies where you're walking the walk and not just giving lip service to your customers or employees or your partners because you're willing to stand up for what matters to you. I hope that that helps. Uh, I know very true, and uh, I love the way where you help us understand, you know, how organizations need to adapt to these changing times. Gone are the days where advertising and marketing strategies had to be done in a certain way. Yes. Social impact. People are more aware as to how brands respond from a corporate social responsibility angle as well. And and there is really no um, staying back from that anymore. Um, we, the lines have blurred in terms of social impact and business and they have to, you know, we talk about coexisting. These are now two things that have to become one and we have to think accordingly. Thank you for that. Thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely. That's what the show is all about. It's talking about real issues yes. by real people who can help us really pivot ourselves and think through about what's happening outside our four walls. So let's talk about your work as the founder of Lead with Impact, which is on a mission to bring gender parity in leadership yeah. by bringing women's critical skills, mindset and strategies to navigate biases. So you mentioned about coexisting and at workplace or even in our personal worlds, right? There's a lot of bias about women and women in leadership. What is one advice you would have to our listeners about achieving gender parity in our workplaces and our personal lives? Um, there are two pieces to it. Uh, one is, I think, again, my upbringing has played a role in this, that it is it starts off by understanding that for businesses, you know, let's start with businesses. It starts off by understanding that there is return on parity. I use that term all the time, right? And actually, in current times, there's rather lost return on parity, right? And what that really means is that uh, companies with 
close to equal number or progressively improving of number of women in their leadership. Research shows they're more innovative, they're building better brands and they have more profit than their competitors, right? So there's a huge return on parity as an organization. It's a no brainer. And we spoke earlier about social impact innovation. You know, organizations can begin right there by investing in preparing women within their organization and in the society. Um, and don't do that just for the sake of numbers, but also by creating an inclusive culture and policies, Priyanka. You know, we talk a lot about policies that are family friendly um, to help them thrive, right? We have disturbing reports coming out of from the likes of McKinsey and Lean In, where we are seeing some of the highest levels of drop off during COVID and uh, all the way to the top, right? Including executive leadership and entrepreneurship. And that's bad news for our I know. You know, it's very distressing because we had Cynthia uh, Pong, who's a career coach, and we spoke about this recent issue in one of our past podcast yeah. episodes. And 2 million women especially are expected to drop out of the workforce, which is yeah. a huge challenge going forward, right? It is going to be for organizations. So I say that if there is one advice you can walk away with right now is to focus on not losing women, right? And think about, are you creating environment for them to thrive, for them to survive, for them to feel safe and included, even in this remote environment? Because there is direct connection to your business, right? Um, and then you talk about, um, you know, personal life. And, and I think they're all the same. You know, we bring our whole self to work. You know, we tend to think work and life to me they're not different. It's it's the same Vidhi that goes to work, who is a mother, who is you know a wife, who has a house to take care of. Versus when I got out of get out of this room, and now you know uh, I, I'm in different roles. So when I think about personal life, you know I, I get reminded of this quote by Edmund Burke: "The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil, and I will replace evil. I don't like that word, but is for good men to do nothing." That's all we need, right? So inaction is also action in some ways. That's a very interesting segue. My next thought to you was, how important are men as allies in, to elevate gender parity? Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, to me, it starts off by believing that there are really no sides in this change effort and everybody stands to win and lose in long term, right? If nothing ever is done. I'm really not in the business of, you know, assuming wrong or bashing anyone into submission because that never works. You know, we, we know this. But my appeal is that we need everybody's neck in the game right now. Everybody's creative intelligence right now to create solutions and initiatives. Um, you know, traditionally, and we have to recognize this, men have been in charge of designing systems just by being in leadership roles and in power roles. It's not their fault. So it's really critical for them now to be, um, you know, using their power and privilege to really, you know, sort of be there to drive that change, right? And think about how it also personally connects with them. You know, my husband, he's very involved. Uh, he's a very involved dad already, but tends to work pretty hard with my 10 year old daughter on her skills. And if he was to find out 
that if his that his daughter didn't make it somewhere at home or you know at work not because of her skills but because of biases he would be pretty pissed off right <laughs> so there is the connection matters right and i see him now working very hard on these issues within his company using his role but being an active advocate and sponsor for women to grow so um and what about data priyanka there's so much data we we were just talking about some report right so sometimes we cannot act on what we cannot see and i understand the onus is not on us but we got to make people educated about what is happening out there because you know what most people and most men they don't want to endure some fair treatment so if they're told that listen listen someone in your team is getting paid lesser or being passed for promotion uh because of their gender they're now party to that information and most likely they're going to be convinced to support action to change that so again i just appeal and encourage all the men in our lives in our collective lives to look beyond their personal experiences because they have not probably gone through similar experiences like other you know gender especially women and even cultural expectations and stereotypes from them and you know you see that a lot in south asian um uh, cultures because the world really needs them to take the lead right and and sort of do their bit at home and at work you know that's a very candid insight so thank you for sharing that and i agree for men it's more like lack of awareness somebody has to uh, you know tell them hey this is a real issue and sometimes change starts from home when yeah. they see their partner having going through these kinds of issues then they realize hey at workplace maybe i need to be uh, more vigilant about you know what's happening to the other women in my yeah. team how are they being treated and how do they get the recognition that they deserve as well so tell us about your upcoming boot camp for women founders um so we just wrapped uh, a very highly uh, you know great success boot camp for female founders uh, last week and we're so excited to launch one more soon but this time it's going to be a very strong focus on um building innovation into their business and and developing leadership excellence to thrive and to scale in 2021 you know these are hard times and we really want female founders to be at a point where they can be not only ready but sought after for investors and by customers so yeah so if you're a female owned startup or know of someone who might benefit from me uh from the bootcamp please reach out to me thank you and i'm quite sure a lot of them would be interested i would like to uh, take a moment to recognize another listener of ours shalini sardana who's the founder of impact uh, women hey shalini hi shalini she's a founder of impact by women uh, welcome to the show and she wanted to say great takeaways and male allyship is key so thanks for bringing that up i'm so glad uh, shalini you're making strides in your own way so thank you so much for doing that for fellow women in leadership How do you handle low moments in your career with me? Do you have it all or are you <laughs> Um if you want a candid candid answer I would say listen once in a while a bottle of wine and chocolate and go inside a blanket is the best thing to do right but <laughs> when I do need to feel the push through in not so great times there's definitely a few things that you know help me stay afloat 
One is definitely being grateful for what I have. And as you know, my upbringing has played a big role in it, knowing that I had a lot more than a lot of women and men around me. Um, as I stepped out of the home, there was a very different world for a lot of different people. So I recognize my blessings. Um, so I don't take a single day or a single relationship for granted. And, you know, uh, to remind ourselves, uh, Priyanka, both you and I and anybody who's able to listen to this podcast, you're already in top two or three percent people in the world to what you have for, you know, for what we have. So gratitude trumps all the blues. We laugh in my house, as my daughter just says, you know, it herself even before I do. Um, every time she's complaining about food and I look at her and she goes, yes, mom, I know I need to be grateful because so many people don't even know if they're going to have a meal tonight. So it's a it's a lifestyle for us, but it kind of helps when we are, you know, especially when we're in low moments to remind ourselves that we have a lot more than you know other people in the world. Um, the other one is role models. And I can't emphasize this enough, you know, especially for girls growing up. Uh, but pretty much for everybody uh, that role models personally played a big role in my actions. And, um, you know, when there wasn't any availability of a direct person to talk to, my parents always asked me to find inspiration, even in, you know, a friend or a, uh, a colleague. So I, I, I say this to everybody. If you learn to take inspiration, it's one of the top skills you've acquired, right? And all these people who were out to solve complex, hairy problems, be it in science and tech, be it in equality, be it in justice, they didn't have it easy, but they just kept pushing it, right? So I just think about that and I go, I'll just do my part today and just for today, and I'll think out it tomorrow, <laughs> right? And last but not the least, I take my fun time seriously. So if it's, if I'm having a lot of, you know, uh, a time that I'm not able to think and my brain is not working as expected and I'm having a low moment, I take my time pretty seriously. I take my fun time with my kids pretty seriously. And I tell everybody, uh, take time, dance in the living room, hang out with your girlfriend. Hopefully we can resume that soon, right? But don't make self-care a nice to have uh, because this is the only insurance that we have in ability to be you know, good leaders. I hope that makes sense, Priyanka. You know, you're doing so much in life. You're juggling this amazing podcast and a full-time job. Um, I hope you're taking time for self-love. Thank you. And I have a, a pretty busy toddler as well. So different aspects of life to jugglehood with motherhood as well. There you go. Thank yeah. you. And I really love the fact that self-care shouldn't be an afterthought. Because everybody talks about putting your oxygen mask first, but first. How women, especially women of color, try to implement it and feel that we deserve that self-care and self-love. Yeah. This is something that I've, I've heard repeatedly from some of the world-class leaders that I've been able to bring on this podcast. And I'm so glad I'm continuing to hear this going forward, too. Yes. That's awesome. So we have another quick comment from one of our loyal listeners, Satya. He says, awesome interview and continue doing many of these interviews. Thank you so much again for those wonderful comments. All right, Vidhi, we have a fun rapid fire on for you. Are you ready for it? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So we spoke a little bit about role models, right? So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following in one word, okay? Okay. Role model. One word, RBG. <laughs> and I'm quite sure you're a splendid role model for your 10-year-old. I, I aspire to be. I hope so. 
What does happiness mean to you? Kids, my kids. What is one fun thing about you that you haven't shared with anyone but is exclusive to our Karib Startup Podcast listeners? Um, I think I kind of gave it away a little bit because if I wouldn't be doing this, I would probably be in a dance troupe performing around the world right now. <laughs> That's a great skill set. I love that. What is your native language and one word to describe yourself in it? Um, it's Hindi, as I mentioned, and I think the one word to describe myself would be resilience. And is there a Hindi equivalent word that you'd be willing to share with us? Oh, I love to think about it. I should Google it, but I think um, maybe you might know. What does resilience mean? Somebody who's who is who is who is able to go through lows and highs. <laughs> right. It's it's like the shakti within you, right? Oh yeah, shakti. That's a good one. Yes. See, we improvise it on the go. Perfect. So that's amazing, uh, Vididata. Thank you so much for being on our show and sharing multiple insights from a leadership coach standpoint, as well as from a personal standpoint on how important allyship is, especially with men in our lives, self-care and, uh, you know, just having fun. You know, those yes. perspectives are like, very crucial in our day-to-day -day life. Thank you for sharing those wonderful insights. Absolutely, Priyanka. It's been so much fun. I lost track of time. Um, you're doing amazing. It's an amazing way to raise awareness and learn about so many business and tech leaders. Um, I've listened to binge listened to your previous podcast and so many wonderful change makers. And I felt such a sudden connection, you know, learn so much from them. And I would really encourage everybody to subscribe. Um, to to curry up startup podcast is the right way to say it, I guess. And you're on so many platforms. I was so amazed to see LinkedIn, Facebook, um, YouTube, even iTunes, right? So wherever you try to spend time. And, and, and thank you for such a wonderful host because you made me feel at home, honestly. And I felt like I was chatting with an old friend. And if you don't mind, I want to hang out with you again. <laughs> I would love to. You know, what better nurturing of a relationship than a guest wanting to work with me again. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nidhi. And thanks for the kind words about the podcast uh, as well. I wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about an exclusive offer that we can give to our listeners. Nidhi is an awesome person to get to know from a leadership standpoint. And what can you do for our career startup listeners? Absolutely. You know what? In fact, I thought I brought and I should bring your viewers a little gift as a thank you. So um, let's, uh, why don't we say that we were going to give, you know, maybe the first 15 people here a free strategy coaching session to truly become unstoppable as our promise of this podcast was. That's amazing. And here's how you can continue to connect with Vidhi. So for the people who have commented on the show and engaged with us live, if you're interested, uh, you know, just say, yes on a strategy and then Widhi is going to connect with you guys by reviewing the comments and then uh, we'll let you take it from there. That's great. I look forward to connecting with your viewers. Thank you. So we have a couple of final comments from our listeners which we wanted to acknowledge. Nidhi Prakash says, awesome interview. Thanks so much Nidhi. Yeah. We're so glad uh, for tuning into this interview. Shalini says, lovely. Thank you so much, Shalini. Really appreciate Thank your you support. And those key takeaways on male allyship, I think that resonated well with a lot of our women listeners as well. So thank you for that too. So um, yeah, this is exciting with you. And I'm so glad we have women like you who are doing fabulous work and continue to inspire yeah. us. So thanks for those wonderful insights. 
Thank you. Please connect with me on LinkedIn or um, uh, any other platform. I'd love to get to know your viewers more. Awesome. Thank you. And to our Karib startup listeners, three key takeaways with our podcast episode with Vidhi Datta, leadership coach. One, have perspective towards life and be grateful towards what you have. And two, have fun. And self-care is paramount in our lives. Don't take it as something that is an afterthought. And three, and the most important of all, be your best self and shine your light because the world deserves you. Yes. So thank you for those wonderful insights. Until another episode with another interesting guest, this is your host Priyanka Komla signing off from Career Starter Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian leaders, entrepreneurs, C-suite executives to provide you with their personal st stories to inspire you in your journeys. And if you are a potential guest on our show, if you want to be considered, do reach out to me as well. We're looking for fabulous guests to spotlight who are of Asian origin. So please connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. And we'll continue to bring these awesome episodes to our awesome guests. And do continue to stay tuned to our episodes by subscribing to us. You can follow me, Priyanka Komla, for your LinkedIn live notifications and a Career Up Startup podcast page on LinkedIn. We're also on YouTube, Twitter at Pod Startup and your favorite podcast streaming platforms. So have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you.